Welcome to the Journey Living Podcast, where we take on the real life topics while inspiring you toward hope and healing in God's Word. Join Pastor Mark Bird along with speaker, Christian life coach, Shannon Meyer, as they guide you through a roadmap, gaining fresh vision and inspiration for going forward on your journey, encouraging you to run your race with endurance that is set before you. Good day, friends. Mark Bird here with you on another Journey Living podcast. Joining me in the studio one more time, Shannon Meyer. Welcome to the program, Shannon. Well, hey, Mark. It's so good to be back with you. Spring has sprung, and we are ready to dig into God's Word today. I'm really excited about today. And you know, I think fresh on our mind is, especially in today's time, in the year 2022, when is Jesus coming back once and for all? You know, he's come back. He rose from the grave. He resurrected himself out of the grave and into heaven. But he's been there. He has. He's been there for quite some time. And I think we as Christians are just yearning to know what is it going to look like? What is it really going to look like when Jesus returns? And what can we expect when Jesus returns. So today, friends, we're going to dig into that. Maybe you've got some of the same questions I do. We've got Mark here with us, the great theologian who's going to <laughs> help us dig through the Bible. But what can we expect as Christians? I know many of us have read the Bible, but there's a lot of us as new Christians, Mark, that don't know what, what can we expect when Jesus returns. Kind of let's play this out. Yeah, Shannon, and honestly, it's a pretty hot topic nowadays because with all the things that's been happening lately in our world, it's on a lot of people's minds. And, you know, lots of what I'd call seasoned Christians, even Shannon, they're starting to say, I see social media posts, I have conversations, and I'm starting to hear like, hey, is this the end? You know, are we, are these the signs of the times, you know, or what a lot of people are saying? And it's interesting because when the disciples were with Jesus in person, they asked him the same thing. Shannon, there were things going on. There were quote unquote signs of the times happening. And they were like, Lord, uh, you know, when is the end coming? And uh, could you clue us in? Basically, it's interesting that in Matthew chapter 24, Jesus talks about the end times a lot in that particular whole chapter, and the disciples said, hey, Master, when will the sign of the time come? And what will be happening, and are we there? And so it's interesting, as Shannon, you shared, like, that's what's forefront of people's minds today. We're going to dig into God's Word and really find the answers. What did the Lord say? What does the Bible say about Christ's return. And man, Shannon, I don't know about you, but some days I wake up and I go, it could be today for all I care. And most days I will wake up and think, please, Lord, let it be today. <laughs> because I think many of us are watching the signs of the times. And as we know, as it gets closer to Christ's return, it talks about perilous times and things are going to get worse and worse. And that's not to frighten us, but right. that's to just also give us an awareness that, hey, these things as they're happening, um, as we're seeing wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes and just it seems like the world is in utter chaos. But I, I, I'm with you there in Matthew 24, where the one thing I think we need to say today, even with all the prophetic 
words that we hear and we see a lot of pastors good well-known pastors saying you know we're here everybody take notice take notice to the eastern sky right but what it does say in matthew 24 36 is no one knows that day or hour not even the angels in heaven nor the son meaning jesus but only the father so that in and of itself you know you hear people say well jesus is getting ready for his return i often think I don't think Jesus is getting ready. I think he is ready. He is. And when God says, hey, let's go get the kids, I think it's just going to be in that instant, like, let's go. And this even says that in Matthew 24, 36. No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels, not even the Son of God, only the Father. So that's pretty interesting to me that God doesn't even let Jesus in on that very specific day. So how are all these people predicting and thinking that they would know above what Jesus should know? Right. Well, interesting to me, Shannon, is the fact that, you know, coming from a guy's perspective, and if you think about a wedding day, okay, so the Bible likens, you know, us as the church, the the body of Christ as Christ's bride, Mm -hmm. okay, and he's the bridegroom. Well, I'll guarantee you from the man's perspective, like when you talk about the wedding day, like he slaps a tux on and he's standing down there and he's ready. Like it doesn't take much. Yeah. (laughs) And so when you said that, you know, Jesus is like, he's ready. He's ready. You know, he's ready. And his bride is being prepared. Right. Mm, That's a great picture. I think it's obvious that it takes longer for the bride to get ready. And it's really no different for us. But, you know, interestingly enough, I want to stay in Matthew 24, if I could, for just a minute, Shannon. And this is interesting because I have taught on this many times, and I think we need to be aware of this. And Shannon, I think the purpose for you and I both, our heart in doing this podcast is so that the bride actually gets prepared Mm -hmm. for what's to come. And Shannon, you talk about this a lot. Of course, I totally believe in this. We got to get ourselves in the word to really prepare ourselves. If you want to be prepared spiritually for anything that happens to our lives, you got to get in the word because what really matters is the word. And so I want to take this opportunity in Matthew 23, 24, excuse me, verse 3. And as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Very similar to the story in John chapter 3, verse 3, when Nicodemus came and talked to Jesus. How? Privately, Privately. right? This is a matter that's weighing on their hearts. Mm -hmm. And they're going, Lord, and here's what they say. And it says, tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Singular. What will be the sign? I never realized that. And and a lot of us, Shannon, we might answer, because you talked about this in the opening here. You might say wars, rumors of wars, all the Mm -hmm. pestilences, all these things are going to happen. And Jesus does say that. But he answers the question, what will be the sign of your coming? And it says this, Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. Shannon, that's the sign. Mm -hmm. Now, let me clarify that for a minute, okay? okay? So, the sign is that many will come and deceive many. 
Shannon, what do we do as Christians in order to not be deceived? Well, I think we have to be in the Word and That's know exactly. the Word. <laughs> That's exactly right. What you're hearing at all times. And so, what's interesting is you, you might sit there and hear this and say, "Well, I don't know anybody that's claiming that they're Christ." Mm-hmm. Although there have been a few sure. over the years that have said that, but if you look at what Christ means, it means anointed one. Mm-hmm. So there are many today claiming they are anointed. That's scary. And so how do you know whether they're speaking the truth or they're just claiming to be anointed, Shannon? Right. Well, first of all, the word will instruct us. And second of all, the Bible says you'll know him by their fruit. Their fruits. Yeah. We're called to be fruit inspectors, Shannon. Right. And you know what? The Apostle John in 1 John says, test the spirits. Mm-hmm. Shannon, we're instructed to test the spirits, even if it's a brother or sister. Or sure. if you think about Jesus said in Matthew 7, he calls them wolves in sheep's clothing. Mm-hmm. So guess what? They look like you and I. Sure. Right? But inwardly, he says, they're ravenous wolves. Now, isn't it interesting? That's the answer to the question of what will be the sign of your coming. And he goes on, and now if you and we're not going to do this for time's sake, Shannon. If you read the whole chapter there, in context with that, then he starts to unpack all these things that will be happening during these end times. But the sign is people are coming to deceive. And later on in this chapter, he says, if it were possible, even the very elect would be deceived if he didn't come back Mm -hmm. and intervene. That is so good, Mark. You know, I've never really focused on that word, the, yeah, the sign of your coming. And it's interesting. And I, and I falter with this in reading the Bible. Sometimes we just read the Bible to read the Bible. Right. You know, we'll do our Bible study or our checklist. And, and it's there that these words that come out and when you sit and you digest and like Psalm says, meditate on it day and night, you know, every Jot and tittle, it says in the Bible, was Holy Spirit inspired. Right. And sometimes there's things in there that you're like, that doesn't really matter. Or why? I always thought about the 18 inches with Noah. And I know this is kind of a rabbit trail. But even God said, you know, 18 inch window. And I thought, why is that in the Bible? Why is everything so specific? Right. But it is. It's for a purpose. And it's it's for his purpose. And it's for us to learn about, for us to dig in and to stay close to him. But I think it's just true when you were talking about um, knowing. If you go to a college or you go to a job or whatever you're doing in life, you have to learn how to do it. You know, do you know how they learn how to detect counterfeit money? By knowing the real thing. That's right. They yeah. they study the real. They don't study counterfeit. And that just seems such like an oxymoron that you would right. want to know what the, the counterfeit money is. And so when you know that you know that you know that you know this is Jesus or of God's character, that's when we can speak to it. And where we falter as Christians... I did a Bible study, oh, several years ago, just the character of God and went through my Bible and highlighted just his characteristics for the sole fact that when something comes against me or something is trying to teach me something or something is trying to pull me away or deceive me, if I know that I know that this is of God, this is God, 
then it won't look like him. I, I often was so fearful of death, 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 right. death, my children, my husband, my family. And I can remember somebody saying to me, God doesn't speak of death. That is the, that's the lie right. of the enemy. And so just learning that. So I, I love your point that we have to know that we know that we know who Jesus is. So then when that great deceiver is here, you know, we know the Antichrist is going to come. And for the rest of the world who's in this total chaos, he's going to have this great answer. One world money, right. one world education, one world probably health care. And they're going to buy it hook, line, and sinker. Because right now, as we're seeing in the year 2020, 2021, 22, we are being groomed to accept Oh boy. The Palm Pass, you know? Yeah. We were recently at Disney um, and I had to do my fingerprint. And I thought, why do I have to do my fingerprint? Right on. At Disney, I had to do my thumbprint at Universal. And I know what they are preparing us for in the lines being moved back and forth. And I, I just felt in my spirit, this is what is to come. This will be how you, you didn't go. If right. you didn't go in the rapture, right. um, this, the mark of the beast is 666. It's going to be in your right hand or on your forehead. And we right now are being trained yes. to go in lines to even even the fact of your temperature in right. a hospital. I went to a school last year that they had installed a new thing for temperature. And she, she walked in. She says, we need to take your temperatures when COVID was at its highest. And I said, okay, I'm ready. And she's like, oh, we got it. Mark, I never wow. stood up near anybody or anything, and that machine was probably 15, 20 feet, and it was up in the air, and she's like, we got it. And oh, my. It just freaked me out because that I was like, freaky. you know, this is what it's going to be like. You won't even have to do anything. You're going to pass through something, but yep. they're grooming us, and people are so accepting of it right yep. now. Right. And I'm like, you guys, when I was at Disney and Universal, I was just like, we are so being prepared. It's so true. For the Antichrist to be ushered in and all the people who didn't go in the rapture, the non-believers will have to do this. So, yeah. So Shannon, no, no, no. This is great because I truly believe the Holy Spirit is leading us down this path today for this discussion. Because mm -hmm. I, Shannon, listening to you and listening to the voice of the Spirit uh, I just really believe that we need to unpack just a little bit more for people listening to say, because immediately, Shannon, this can strike fear in Christians. Like, oh, sure. oh my goodness, then what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? We listen to the voice of the Lord. We watch, like, keep your eyes open. You know, Jesus said, watch and pray. Mm -hmm. You know, he did. And so, you know, and there's nothing wrong with closing your eyes to pray. But I think it's more than your physical eyes. Sure. I think he's saying... Keep your eye out. Have a keen watch. eye. That's it. Or like, um, be the, what? What book is it where it says the watchman goes up into the tower, into the rampart? Where he, was it? Was it Nehemiah or Habakkuk? One of the two. <laughs> where he calls him up and says, "Watch, yeah. be on alert." That's Nehemiah. Nehemiah. Okay, yeah. I thought so. To go and be watchful, and it's like that. Like I don't think it should strike fear in us because if you're a true believer in Christ, we are yeah. promised so much more, and that transition is literally going to be. It says, in the blink of an eye, where I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, where the fear comes in, two places, the enemy is questioning our our Christianity. Yes. He's saying, are you sure? Are our you identity. Sure? Our identity as a believer. And then I do believe, because I've asked people, do you know 110% where you're going to spend eternity? And they're right. like, well, I think so. 
And whenever somebody says, well, I think so, I'm like, listen, I can tell you right now, without a shadow of a doubt, 100%, 110%, I know where I'm going. Right. It's not a, I hope so, I think so. It is, I know. If it's COVID, a car wreck, if it's cancer, if it's a heart attack, from here to there, That's absent good. from the body, it's going to be present with the Lord. I know that I know. And what I think um, and as things ramp up in the end times where the fear is coming is, am I sure I'm a Christian? Right. And that's the part. And you said the magic word is your identity in Christ and what gets us to heaven. Yep. It's Jesus and Jesus alone. It says no one comes to the father, but through me. So with that, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and savior, then it is time to be fearful. It is. And you should expect things to go terribly wrong. Yes. But as we watch the um, world just continue to go out of control, don't be fearful of that because really it's just ushering in. Yeah. Our, our, our presence is so much closer to the Lord. We are just one more day, one yeah. more day. You know, it says, lift up your eyes, your redemption draweth nigh. And I think the fear that comes in, if you're feeling that fear, I would just encourage you today to just, Get on your hands and face or just, you know, get on your knees and say, Lord, I, I want to make you Lord of my life. That's it. And, and and settle that score today. Yeah. And you'll know. And you'll know. Now, is your life perfect? No. Is my life perfect? No. Mark is yours. <laughs> no way. I mean, we are not perfect Christians and only by the grace of God do we even get to be on the radio to talk about this. This is his doing, not ours. Um, we both know that. We both know we are so unworthy right. to do this. But somebody may say, well, I don't, I don't know the Bible like you and Mark, or I don't know where this scripture is. I don't, I don't even know where Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, these people you talk about. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that doesn't make you a Christian. Mm -mm. And for those people who think that sitting in a pew 52 weeks out of the year is going to take them to heaven. No. I'm sorry to say that is not true. Right. Jesus never said that once. No, really. Jesus wasn't in the building. No, he wasn't. He, <laughs> he was out and about. The church has left the building. So as we do anticipate Christ's return, I just, I, I want this to just be, and you're right, the Holy Spirit is guiding this, that maybe it's not what can we expect of the sign of the times is what can we expect within your own life? Right. What should you be getting ready? What yeah. should you be looking for? What should you be listening for? I love what you said. Maybe not with literal eyes, but with spiritual eyes. And maybe just that to say, God, open my eyes to the deception. Um, maybe I'm watching too much right. fake news. I'm watching too many pastors that are sure. claiming something. That's right, Shannon. You know, there's come a time recently in my life, Mark, that I'm just like, man, I just need to shut even the sermons off. And yeah. I just need to be in the Word. Amen. Amen. I just need to be in the Word. And so I found myself, even during these times too, Shannon, is getting alone with the Lord. And, and I know you do this, and I know you would advocate this, Shannon. But just, you know, the book of Habakkuk, which mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, chapter 2, and God told him to write down the vision. And I found myself, Shannon, because when I first became a Christian, the very, very beginning of my walk with Christ, I literally sat down, opened the New Testament, bought a pack of three by five note cards and whatever the Lord said to me as I read, mm -hmm. I just wrote them down. Not because someone told me to do that, mm -hmm. because I wanted to know every square inch of him, oh, that's right? Good. And what he was saying. And literally when I met my wife and we got married, 
we were visiting my mother one day and we went into the attic to get some old stuff of mine and literally she found shoe boxes full of those three by five note cards oh, wow. so for eight years i went to my room every single day opened up the new testament and then I eventually opened up the Old Testament sure. as well. But for eight years, I just studied the Bible, not to prove anything, not to earn a degree, nothing, except to draw closer to him. What were on those three by five cards? Because I want to I share this. I know I teach this like at my battle readies or teachings. I call it the ring of fire. Okay. And it's a three by five card with just the simple silver ring that you yeah. can get at Dollar General or Big Lots or Walmart, wherever. And what I teach is as you write that scripture, and I, I want to hear what you, what kind of scripture, what were you looking for? I encourage women so many times to go and get the verse that speaks to them. Right. And the reason I call it the ring of fire is because the enemy is going to come back on you. Yep. And you're going to have the literal fire in your hand. Yeah. And I call it the ring of fire to counter his um, deception to counter his lies and to also have those cards in front of you that when God spoke a truth to you, uh -huh. that became real. That's right. kind of what you're talking about now. Um, and I've looked back at my journal recently through a very, very difficult time. And I, I'm looking back now and I'm thinking, man, God was speaking in that hour for that moment in time. And even as I wrote it, I wasn't sure why I wrote it. Right. But I look back and I'm like, Oh, now I see. Because now it's ministering to me again. That's right. And so I'm curious, what when you wrote, maybe for somebody who's like, I've never written down verses, help them to understand, were you looking like for the character of God? Were you looking for promises? What, what, what in your time? Give I, somebody some ideas. Yeah, I tell you, Shannon, at the time when I first came to know the Lord, when I was introduced to him, there was no external agenda whatsoever like in other words i wasn't trying to become something or mm -hmm. a, or a theologian or a scholar any i wasn't trying to be anything except i just knew that i didn't know him and at that very time i wasn't even attending a church okay i just knew that i was introduced to the lord the holy spirit did a work in my heart and that person that led me to christ gave me an niv study bible okay and I go, well, you know, obviously, well, what do I do if do it? I you do? read it? But they just, they didn't know. And they said, well, start in the New Testament. Yeah. So I, I went in there and what I was looking for was I was looking to know Jesus okay. without all the formalities of mm -hmm. that. And I had no, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. So whatever he would speak to me, I would write down and... And I think I was actually learning to memorize scripture, okay. although no one told me, hey, you should memorize scripture. Mm -hmm. But I found myself uh, through the Holy Spirit being prompted and I would write down key words that I knew would be key to understanding my identity. Sure. And I think that's really what it was initially. Uh, Shannon was just, hey, I, I need to understand who this Jesus is that I just met and he came and he visited me. And I'm intrigued by him, and, and I want to get to know him and his character. And so for me, it was just that seeking and searching. And I knew that the word was him. Okay. That's good. I yeah. love that. So that's kind of similar to what I did. And I, I'm just going to open my Bible here and just... Um, I have it in pink or purples, and I think that was for royalty. But it was all through the Psalms, and I just... And I just 
randomly just opened my Bible here. Psalm 28, 7 says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. Mm. That's his That's His character. Right. Right? It's talking about his, his character. Verse 8 was, the Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation for his anointed one. So just those two verses, and I just randomly opened this up to where I had highlighted it and marked, um, it's telling me he, he his character is of strength. Yeah. He's a protector. Um, he's a fortress and the fortress of his salvation for his anointed one. And it goes on. So that is awesome in the New Testament. But I, I did mine in the Psalms, which was interesting because it's all over the place. Sometimes it says the Lord favored me. You know, David talks about when he was for him. And then he talks about when God was against him. So I think what's interesting and what's fun about digging in and finding God is um, I don't know if you remember this book. It's old. Henry Blackaby has Experiencing God book Bible study. Oh, yeah. Did you do that? Very much. I haven't done that for years, and I, I still see it, and I think, man, that would be a great one. That's another one to encourage you guys. They're just wanting to know who God is. How do I get to know him? How do I know when somebody presents themselves that they might not be telling me the whole truth? And that's how that counterfeit money yes. like we're talking about. The only way you're going to know that you know that you know the truth is by knowing the real person of God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. Amen. And Shannon, I don't know if time's on fast forward speed today or whatever, but man, we're already we're already running out of time. But I want to encourage people that uh, what Shannon and I are saying every single week, get yourself in the word. And you know, Shannon, you don't have to be you don't have to quote and memorize a certain number of scriptures. No. You just have to start walking down that road. Yeah, and just get to know him. So I hope today was an encouragement to somebody. What can we expect? Well, here's the deal. We don't know. We don't know when he comes back. <laughs> right. But here's what I want you to know is to be ready. Just be ready. Get to know the Lord. Remember this. God, Jesus said to um, his disciples in Mary and Martha when they came to her house, Mary chose the better thing. She yes. sat at the feet of Jesus. And I am a Martha from start <laughs> to finish. I am guilty as such. I am trying desperately to become a Mary. Just mm. sit at the feet of Jesus and get to know him. Because when he returns, I guarantee you're going to be so glad you did. I hope you were blessed and encouraged today. Please tune in again next week as Shannon and I have a lot more to unpack, not only just in this particular topic, but some more that the Lord has put on our heart. So thanks for tuning in. Mm -hmm.